Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Enos. Here we will talk about doctrine and theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to respond and face these issues. Get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready to have your tables flipped. As a friend just told me recently, Table Flippers is flipping awesome. In my last three podcasts, I dealt with parenting, but especially fatherhood, and how important it is for us to teach and train our children correctly, and how important it is for us parents, especially fathers, to take the bull by the horns when it comes to our children's education and not put that on anybody else. Well, this is true when it comes to understanding and teaching our children what it is to be an American and what America is all about. Hello, I'm your host, Apostle Robert Enos of Table Flippers Podcast, and I am so glad that you are here today. I'm, a, I'm feeling a little um, somber, if you will, not so much uh, depressed, just, just somber, just, you know, kind of mellow in that sense because we had our elections just last night, and it uh, didn't go the way I had hoped it would go in, in many cases, especially here in California, which prompted me to do this podcast. I wasn't even going to do one today because I didn't want to push my emotional state upon anybody, but I decided to do this podcast because we need to start training our children, the next generation, what it means to be an American so that from this point on, we can start standing up for American values. I want to read something to you. This is called the American Creed. And uh, this is the title of a resolution passed by the United States House of Representatives on April 3rd, 1918. Yes, more than 100 years ago, April 3rd, 1918. It is a statement written in 1917 by a gentleman by the name of William Tyler Page, as an entry into a patriotic contest that he won. And this is the American Creed. I believe in the United States of America as a government of the people, by the people, for the people, whose just powers are derived from the consent of the governed, a democracy in a republic, a sovereign nation of many sovereign states, a perfect union, one and inseparable, established upon these principles of freedom, equality, justice, and humanity for which American patriots sacrifice their lives and fortunes. I therefore believe it is my duty to my country to love it, to support its constitution, to obey its laws, to respect its flag, and to defend it against all enemies." And again, that's William Tyler Page, The American's Creed. What I find about this is interesting. Uh, It's a beautiful composition. It's a beautiful uh, article. It's a beautiful statement, a beautiful creed. But what I find very interesting is the last line, and to defend it against all enemies. Now, this is something that's inherent in many oaths that... Police departments, uh, law enforcement, military, judges, people of that nature, people who serve this country, 
they'll take an oath and somewhere in that oath will be those words or something very similar how they're going to defend the United States of America against all enemies and sometimes it's included enemies foreign and within and many people make that statement take that oath say those words and even here from 1918 actually written in 1917 the america's creed it has these words to defend it against all enemies and i don't see that happening in america yes i see that happening with our armed forces defending america from the uh, enemies that are without or outside of america but i don't see very many americans defending america from the enemies within there was a time in our history when people put their lives on the line to fight against communism and the fight wasn't just on foreign soil but the fight was also here on american soil fighting against the communists that have infiltrated that at that time had infiltrated america and government agencies the fbi and such would go and look for these people round them up and even put them on trial and that's how much uh, the american people were against the infiltration of communism marxism socialism and today many americans are embracing it in other words many americans might even say these words or take the oath but very few are actually defending america from the enemies within because those very enemies of america are in our white house in our state house they're in the college classrooms and the high school classrooms teaching our children and many americans don't even understand what's happening our america is quickly leaving us and i'm not going to say that people are stealing it from us or taking it from us we're giving it away we are giving it away i want to get back to the american's creed or that heart the mindset that wrote this american's creed that each and every one of us would understand what it means to be an american be proud to be an american and be a patriot of this country and for this country where just like it says here i therefore believe it is my duty to my country to love it to support its constitution to obey its laws to respect its flag to defend it against all enemies and i would add foreign those outside of america and within those inside america even if they're fellow americans if they're destroying our country we need to do something about it we are in an interesting time in place in history a lot of people will say you're just being an alarmist no i'm just telling you the truth if we don't do something quickly in america if we don't change the way we're doing some things we're going to lose america altogether when i when i mean by that of course america is not going to sink into the ocean nor will a foreign army invade us and take away who we are as a people instead we are letting people within the united states of america that hate who we really are and hate who we were we're allowing them to strip away 
everything that makes us American. I want to read to you a letter. It's a few pages long, so I'm going to do some reading, but I want you to pay attention to this. This was posted in September 6th, September 6th of 2020. So that's a little over two years ago. And I'm not going to tell you who wrote this just yet. After I read this letter, I'll tell you who wrote it. And you might be shocked. You might be shocked who actually wrote this letter. Um, I certainly was. But I want to read this. It says, America, 244 years ago, the resolve, courage, and wisdom of your founding fathers forever changed the course of history. For the first time with the ratification of your Declaration of Independence, mankind was offered an unmatched societal ideal and dignified way of life. Human beings were recognized for what we truly are by nature, all created free and equal, endowed with unalienable rights which do not derive from any government from, but from our Creator. With your constitution, your founding fathers sealed these God-given rights and protected them by instituting a limited form of self-government along with a robust justice system. This combination keeps the promise of freedom for future generations alive and allows for human injustices to be rectified. This, America, is what makes your nation exceptional. It is why you have stood as a beacon of democracy and hope for all subjugated peoples over the past two centuries. During some of our darkest hours, we remember how you fought for those who couldn't defend themselves from tyranny at the cost of your own brave men. The world is forever in debt for your sacrifice and we are grateful for the refuge you provide those who can flee persecution. This America is your heritage and the reason we still look to you as our champion of liberty to this day. Those currently fighting for their freedoms across the world value the plight of your brave founding fathers who forever inked the model to which we can hold our governments accountable. From the peaceful Hong Kong protesters who proudly brandished the American flag in the streets to the Iranian students who refused to walk over a painted version of it on the ground of a Tehran university. People who live under oppressive regimes know firsthand that being free has no price. And they know that America is the ultimate shelter for the downtrodden. Watching the gratuitous violence Streets burn, buildings and statues being defaced in America over the past months. I am heartbroken to see how an entire generation successfully brainwashed into hating the very nation that has yielded the most freedom, justice, and equality anywhere in the world. I am also highly distressed by the blatant erosion at various levels of your most basic individual rights and freedoms as guaranteed by your Bill of Rights from arbitrary censorship of speech to unlawful, political, motivated abuses of justice. America, this is why I feel compelled to address you. Though I am an unlikely messenger at first glance, rest assured that the name that I carry is antithetical to the values I hold and that my heart is in the right place with you. The level of urgency coupled with the available platform granted by my circumstance bound me to speak up and warn you before it is too late.
The question is, how did we get to this point? They want you to believe that this is a recent phenomenon. The truth is that the undoing of America has been decades in the making. The globalists, deep state, swamp, whichever name you call them, have been hard at work to weaken America's sovereignty and standing as world leader. Intent on erecting a new system of world governance where they would be in total control, they are seeking to undermine the fundamental principle of your country, a government for the people, by the people, replacing it instead with a world order of international institutions ultimately puppeteered by a cast of technocrats, oligarchs, and international bankers. Though your constitution stands firmly in their way, it never deterred them. Like a Trojan horse, they infiltrated government and intelligence agencies and all realms of society, education, media, entertainment, and culture. At their disposal, tools of mass population influence, propaganda, fake news, and censorship. By pushing their Marxist, socialist, progressive agenda for years, they set out to destroy your fundamental values and divide you. They negated God, dissolved the family unit, and dissevered us from the moral objectivity, effectively leaving a vacuum of degeneracy, cognitive dissonance, and absurdity in its wake. Yuri Bezmanov tried to warn us. This social engineering operation took place as we were lulled into a sense of comfort and complacency due to modernity's technological progress and liberalism's appeal. In reality, we were being driven further down a path of enslavement while they solidified their plans for a covert power grab. However, they didn't count on a great awakening of people tired of being crushed by their self-serving economic policies, nor did they foresee that COVID-19 would highlight their system's gross failings from an over-independence on a global supply chain to corruption in major institutions like the World Health Organization. They didn't anticipate that we would all rally online to share information and real news, bypassing their controlled mainstream media outlets. Above all, they never thought Hillary Clinton would lose. Since President Trump's victory, these nefarious forces have done everything in their power to stop him from reversing past administration's destructive policies. They have failed, hoax after hoax. Despite their relentless attacks on all fronts, President Trump has dis demonstrated he is the only leader who can save us from a bleak future. As evidenced from his first term, results of his America First policy speak for themselves. Domestically, he removed handicapping regulations to American economic growth, rebuilt a depleted military, brought back manufacturing, and revamped dying industries by renegotiating trade deals and cutting taxes, achieved energy independence, curbed immigration, all of which contributed to setting record unemployment rates. He also saved your taxpayer dollars by withdrawing from the corrupt international organizations and agreements. Remarkably, he tackled neglected issues such as human trafficking and unjust incarceration, defunded Planned Parenthood, took care of your disregarded veterans, lowered prescription drug prices. All these undertakings prove just how much he values the lives and well-being of all Americans. By strengthening America from within, President Trump bolstered his plans 
when it comes to foreign policy, and thanks to his vision and tactical use of diplomatic avenues, he has made the world a much safer place since taking office. To name a few achievements, he stood up to China, kept us out of new wars, made Europe comply with their NATO requirements, solidified ties with Israel, overturned the disastrous Iran deal, obliterated ISIS, took down other key terrorists, and facilitated a historic peace deal between Israel and the UAE. His administration has also made Christian persecution worldwide a top priority with the State Department, instituting the Ministerial to Advance Religious Freedom, the first of its kind. With President Trump at her helm, America stands a chance at restoring her principles, pride, independence, and true place in the world as beacon of liberty and hope for all. This to me is what Make America Great Again means. Looking back at your country's foundation and preserving what makes it truly great, but also knowing that the best is yet to come. All the above achievements will be torpedoed with a Biden-Harris presidency and the dream of America's enemies to see her weak and on her knees would be fulfilled. Make no mistake, America, you are under attack. Supported by the fake news propaganda machine and violent Marxist groups such as Antifa with their ISIS-type tactics, they have pushed their agendas through fear-mongering, hypocrisy, lies, and destruction onto you, the American people, and for one motive only, power. The escalation of the past four years is your preview to what is to expect should we lose, an abject repudiation of our Judeo-Christian values and utter disregard for your individual rights. This insurrection is successful, would sign the unraveling of law and order and the end of your republic as we know it. Tyranny would inevitably ensue. America, you are at the very edge of the precipice. Please wake up. Take hold, fight for your country, and be proud of your roots. Uphold your values. Stand for your flag and your anthem. Defend your history. Don't relent in the face of those who seek to rewrite it to serve their narrative and justify the destruction of your nation. You have much to cherish and protect for your sake and ours. We need you to stay the course, America. You are our last safeguard from an imminent civilizational collapse if you lose, all humanity loses. Be assured we are with you in this decisive hour in your history. All of us freedom-seeking and loving people across the globe pray for you to succeed. We are rooting for you, watching closely, America, for with your fate will the destiny of unborn millions be involved. Your fellow patriot. Now, again, before I tell you who wrote that letter, this is a profound letter from somebody who's not an American, at least by birth. And this letter was written by none other than a lady named Noor, hopefully I'm saying this correctly, Noor Bin Laden. You may recognize the last name, Bin Laden. She is now the 35-year-old niece of Osama Bin Laden. Remember Osama Bin Laden? One of America's greatest enemies? And this niece of Osama bin Laden, Noor, she loves America. She's very patriotic. As a matter of fact, she's more patriotic than many Americans, and she's not even an American. She's freedom-loving, and she understands, looking at the world scene, she understands that if America goes down, the rest of the world goes down. Every person, every individual, every nation, 
out there that loves freedom and is crying out for freedom, the freedom that we have enjoyed for so long. If we go down, they go down. She wrote this as well. As the last stand of true freedom in the world, the fate of humanity rests on the shoulders of America and President Trump. She was a lover of President Trump. I don't know if they ever met, but she was a lover of President Trump because of what he represented and what he was able to accomplish in America. And what gets me is here's a woman that was raised in Sweden that was, and, and, and I believe she grew up at some point in Saudi Arabia and primarily in Sweden, whose uncle was Osama bin Laden. She looks at America and she looked at President Trump and she realized all the way from over there that he, America, and our President Trump were the only ones that could really keep America alive and keep freedom alive, not only here on our home soil, but in the world. America was the only hope or is the only hope for the world. Now, the reason why I'm sharing that with you, I think is obvious. We just had these elections and I, I sat back and I watched in utter amazement at many, not all, but many of the people that so-called, so-called, so-called Americans voted for. And I'm still blown away. Listen, I, I'm trying not to be necessarily partisan on this, but listen, I'm just going to tell you true. I'm just going to tell you honest. You, you guys out there who vote Democrat and for Democrat policies, you have no idea really, honestly, what you're doing. You have no idea. The only thing American about voting for a Democrat, now pay attention to me. The only thing American about voting Democrat is your freedom to choose. It stops right there because the Democrat Party and the Democrat policies are all anti-American. And for those of you who are believers in Jesus Christ, the Democrat policies, the Democrat platform is anti-Christ in its nature. I have a lot of things that I'd like to really sit down and talk to some key Republicans about. But party for party, policy for policy, platform for platform, the Republican Party is far more American and far more righteous than the Democrats. My point is, what in the name of all that is holy and American are you doing voting for a party and for candidates that are seeking to destroy America, your home, your home? I mean, nobody in their right mind would invite anybody into their home if they knew they were coming into that home to weaken it and destroy it. And yet we can see this so clearly with the Democrat Party and people keep voting for them and they're destroying everything that makes America great and they keep getting voted in. And I just cannot understand it. I just cannot understand it. As, as a freedom-loving, God-fearing American with more than three brain cells in my head, I can see this clear enough. 
I don't understand how people living here, not only just on this planet, but in this nation, can't figure it out. Here, here is a woman who is related to one of America's greatest enemies. And she understands it. And she gets it. And she has a love for this nation. And to the best of my knowledge, she's not an American. Maybe she's visited. Maybe she's been here. Maybe she's traveled here. But she grew up in Sweden. She grew up in Saudi Arabia. She's the niece of Osama bin Laden. And she gets it. But people that have been living here, living in, in the freedom that America offers and secures, living in this place, this land of opportunity, they still don't get it. They don't understand it. So back to some parenting. Mom, dad, what is your job? Especially you dads, start teaching your children correctly. Start teaching your children what this nation was founded upon and why it was founded the way it was. And start teaching and training your children about the great things of America. Do we have some problems? Of course we've had some problems. But start focusing on the great things because I'm telling you, when it comes to the United States of America, our positive things, our good things, our righteousness outshines all the negative. And we've had some pretty big negatives because there are still people on this planet today that would do anything possible just to get here and live and enjoy the freedoms that you and I have. They stand in line waiting to get into America. And then we have Americans that still don't get it. It is my hope and it is my prayer that more Americans wake up to this truth and reality that we must take our nation back. We must get back to our roots. We must start believing, reading and believing and living the Constitution of the United States once again. We must push out and get rid of every anti-Christ anti-American sentiment in our nation, especially in our educational system, our governmental system, and every other area and system that makes America, America. We need righteousness back in. We need people to rise up that are patriotic, that love this country, love its constitution, love its flag, and are willing to defend it at all costs. Are you with me, America? Are you with me? Or are we just going to be um, another failed nation written about in the annals of history? It is our choice today. It is our choice right now. What are we going to do? Hello, fellow table flippers. I have some exciting news. Table flippers is now selling merchandise. Table flipping merchandise. You can find our merchandise at tableflipperspodcast.com, tableflipperspodcast.com. And if you put freedom in the promo code area, you'll get 10% off. That's exciting news. Freedom, because that's what we're all about. Freedom as the promo code. So I hope to see you soon, and I hope that you get some of this exciting uh, merchandise so that we can all look cool together. We will be flipping awesome. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers Podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Please look us up on the web at www.gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Or you can email me at gwcclancaster.org 
at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Please let us know how we're doing. Keep all those comments coming. Until next time, you all have a great and a blessed day.